the 2022 Commonwealth Games after a trail of missed deadlines and financial problems that highlight the daunting burdens facing host cities for major sporting events. The Commonwealth Games Federation said yesterday that uh, the South African coastal city had failed uh, to meet the promises contained in its bid and the search for a replacement host is now on. To talk to us on this, we joined on the line by SABC senior sports reporter and presenter Tabiso Stoller. Tabiso, good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Brian. Tell us why is Devon no longer going to host 2022 Commonwealth uh, Games uh, and uh, take it to us uh, through the various stages that uh, they underwent. Break, I think it's, it's complex um, until we get the full report, which I understand that the sports uh, ministry is still awaiting and as far as the Commonwealth Games Federation is going to furnish that to, to them. Excuse me. Um, the complexities of hosting a multi-college sports event uh, are probably bigger than a soccer World Cup. I mean, everyone thought that, you know, we've had a soccer World Cup in South Africa, so it might be easy. But you must remember, a multi-college sporting event where you've got, give or take, 27 sporting codes that must be looked after, uh, 27 or odd sporting codes that must be, um, you know, venues, facilities, tip-top conditions, because you must remember the Commonwealth boasts, well, most of the biggest nations, all, almost all the nations in the world, with exceptions of the Americas, um, you know, coming here. So things like guarantee. Will we have a trim and proper um, cycling event down in a BMX event in Pittsburgh? Will we have a state-of-the-art swimming pool at the Durban Kings Park? Will we have a state-of-the-art track uh, and field uh, stadium? All of these come into play. Unfortunately, we are not privy to where exactly Durban was in as far as the preparations, the books, um, you know, what was ready, what was not ready. And But speaking to, to some of our colleagues in, in the industry and, you know, every now and then following up on Sascock, you always got the sense that something was, was so missing, um, whether it was it was preparations and as far as hold back, don't go full out until we are definitely sure that the games are coming to South Africa because we heard. Couple, there were mumblings that look financially were not up to, to scratch. A couple of just starting late last year, there was really talk that the games would be stripped for us, from us because we had not paid a guarantee of some 25 odd million or something uh, along those lines. So it's, it's it's more complex than meets the eye. You know, one can't really say this is the reason, uh, therefore uh, we didn't get it. But what did come out strongly in as far as the sports ministry, Minister Fidelim Balula um, and his department um, said uh, last month, was that. They were not planning to spend more than what they budgeted for, which is around 4 billion rand when these rights were handed over to South Africa in 2015 in September. I remember I was there in Auckland with a full delegation of, of SASCOC, the South African Sports Confederation, and Olympic Committee. It was almost a foregone conclusion because we were the only big city after Edmonton, Canada, had pulled out. So we kind of knew that, you know, we're going to get these games. But having traveled and done about three Commonwealth Games myself, myself, I know that it was not as easy as that. One could say, do we commend government for not bending over backwards and not spending four, uh, an extra four billion to, you know, land and make it eight billion at the cost of the taxpayer? One could say, yes, good idea. Uh, Mr. Balibu should be loaded for that. Um, at what cost, though? Did we overreach in as far as, uh, as our promises to the Commonwealth Games Federation? Did we not think about the ramifications overall? What I will say, the only loser here, the biggest loser, I think, would be South African athletes. You know, I travel with most of these guys and all of them, the one thing that remains the same, I one day to participate in front of our home country, 
and have my home fans wishing me on um, because a multi-sported coaching, coaching, coaching event like the Commonwealth Games is only second to the Olympics. So it was an opportunity missed. But hopefully it's not the end of the world. We can still, hopefully in the future, if uh, econ- economics uh, um, you know, uh, improve and as far as the African government is concerned, uh, we can still hold some of these. So the jury is still out whether it was uh, with regards to preparation or cost, mm. uh, but uh, definitely a blow to the continent. Look, that is a blow to the country. Remember, Nigeria also bid in 2014, and that went to Glasgow um, in Scotland. And again, it looks like it's, it might be going once again to, to, to Europe. And as far as I uh, heard Birmingham put up their hand alongside Liverpool for the 2022 games. I think for the Commonwealth Games Federation, Louisa Martin, the president, who was also elected in 2015, um, around the same day that South Africa was, or Devon was awarded the, uh, the 2022 games, she, she was at pains to make sure that, you know, she's got a soft spot for South Africa, and that I picked up. She was a soft spot for the continent that I picked up. I think the Commonwealth Games Federation as a whole uh, has got a soft spot for the continent because we do produce predominantly some of the, most of the athletes that go to these games. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's sad. It's like almost like the World Cup 2010. You know, you, you have a, cont- a continent with 54, 50 six odd nations who are signatories to the, to FIFA, if I can put it that way. And when will they get to host a World Cup? I think almost the same with the Commonwealth Games. You've got a continent who produces some of the world's best athletes. You know, anywhere you go in the world, you'll find an African playing their trade, whether it's in football in Europe or whether it's, 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 you know. So it would have been nice to actually go to a Commonwealth Games on the continent, personally, as a sports person who's done uh, many of these, uh, including Olympic Games. And I'm saying, I think the big loss as well would be for our our you know our own sports mm. you know rights in the country because you know for a kid who's down at Imlazi um, to actually go and say I'm going to the stadium I might see Usain Bolt run you know certain things like that that it, it means that this kid one day will want to be an athlete this kid will say one day I saw Wade Fanikek run in Durban I also want to be another Wade Fanikek so there are a lot of spin-offs that could have, 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 have you know come off with the games coming to Devon. I think the economy there, I think it's been around 500 million rand or something to that effect that Durban as a city would have, would have received as far as trade and as far as, as business. So it's, it's multifaceted and it, it is a huge loss for, for South African sports. Tabi Sostole, as always, uh, thank you for your insight.